Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to anchor.fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, y'all? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and today's episode is I Like It When You... Let's go! Today's show is brought to you by thestudleys.com forward slash coaching. That's right, thestudleys.com forward slash coaching. If you want to level up your sex life, your finances, your individual personal sovereignty in everything, and number one, your marriage, go to thestudleys.com forward slash coaching to schedule a call with us today. You can ask our clients. It works. If you do the work, we're there. You got us in your pocket for the next 90 days, thestudleys.com forward slash coaching. Let's see you there. Do it. Do it, people. All right, guys. Welcome to Anatomy of Marriage. Today's show is, hey, husband, I like it when you dot, dot, dot. Hey, wife, I love it when you dot, 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 right? So what that means is... Tell your spouse what you like, because sometimes arguments happen when we're meeting unsaid expectations. We've talked about that before. Not meeting unspoken expectations, you mean? Yeah, and and just having unsaid, unversed, unspoken expectations, Mm -hmm. and that does not work. And we have found it really helpful to say, hey, Melanie, when you XYZ, I like it. It makes me Mm -hmm. feel special. I feel loved. I feel masculine i feel strong i feel like hey that's cool mm-hmm. all that stuff right and tell me we're gonna we're gonna dive into some personal stories around that and then tell you guys how you can have this conversation with your wife with your husband and then actually enact this stuff to have a better week this week all i can think of is i like it when you call me big papa well that too maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe you do want that you know what actually I'm i called you yesterday mm-hmm. was it yesterday and i told you on the phone i remember i was standing in fred meyer looking for blush and I said to you, I like watching. So Seth has recently quit his full-time job and right. we're doing coaching and he was working from home and I never get to see him work. And mm-hmm. he was literally just doing like computer work for hours. And I never, ever, ever get to see that side of mm-hmm. you that's like focused and whatever. And I was like, dang, I like that. Like it is 
It's attractive. Okay. And I called you and I told you right. that I like it. So that we've talked about accelerators and brakes. And not only probably was that an accelerator, mm -hmm. but it did something else emotionally for you that kind of tapped into your um, female security vibe need. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh, that guy's working hard. He can provide. He can do right. And he's doing right as a husband. So right. tell me a little bit about that and just, what, what, that hit, what that hit on. Um, well, it, well, like all the things that you're saying, like mm -hmm. it, it sort of, I got to see a part of you that I don't normally get to see. Mm -hmm. And it's related to the work that we're doing, the podcast and the coaching and all that stuff. And it's just exciting all mm -hmm. around. And then I got to see you work really hard on it. And, but again, the, the main point I'm bringing it up is that I made a very conscious effort. Like I noticed when you were doing it, I mm -hmm. thought, oh, wow, that's really attractive. I noticed it again later. Didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. Then I thought about it later when I called you to ask you something and you said, oh, I'm just working. And I was like, you know what? I need to tell him. Mm. I need to tell him out loud and say it in real human words that I think that this is attractive and I like it. Right. Because, well, thank you, by the way. Oftentimes, <clears throat> oftentimes we think things. I think things about you all the time, mm -hmm. who you are as a person, the things I love about you, what attracts me, all this stuff. And oftentimes I don't verbalize those mm -hmm. as much as I should. Right. And right. I know that you don't either. You've mm -hmm. had to like write them down before and say, okay, say these things. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not a fake it until you make it because you're not faking the emotion, mm -hmm. right? Right. You're not faking the feeling. You're not faking anything. Right. You're just, you're just letting me know, mm -hmm. hey, that was cool. Right. It's thing. like the, the two seconds that it takes you to communicate something mm -hmm. that you one appreciate but also you like it like it it doesn't necessarily need to be like something that's for me as in like a mm -hmm. like Seth did something for me I like that it could just be like how he I don't know does anything grocery shops or yeah. mows the lawn yeah. I don't know I think one but thing that probably I didn't you didn't even let me finish oh, it was sorry. literally mid sentence but I just don't, taking you the, don't like it when I do that <laughs> yeah taking like the 4 seconds to communicate mm -hmm. that something is positive that mm -hmm. you appreciate that person, you see them, you're attuning to them, you value them. Right. That goes so much farther than any amount of like backtracking or apologizing or trying to convince someone mm -hmm. that you really do care about them, even though you are silent 90% of the time. Exactly. Like, so it, it's these little tiny, almost like seeds that actually grow an enormous mm -hmm. shared garden. There, there's a couple of things for that. Sometimes they call that the emotional bank account. Like mm -hmm. when you called me and said that you are making a deposit mm -hmm. a positive deposit right in our emotional bank account a which, deposit positive right which we can make a withdrawal later right like kissing or in the bedroom or whatever it it paves the way for that laundry and or dishes. laundry right dr john gottman talks about the five to one ratio in relationships for it to be fulfilling positive and on the up and up you have to mm -hmm. have a five to one ratio that means five things that you like five positive interactions that are pleasant that are mm -hmm. you know okay versus something critical something sarcastic something ugh, that's not pleasant mm -hmm. and couples get in trouble when just that simple number goes below that five to one ratio right you so it's five positive interactions to every one negative interaction mm -hmm. and i think an important part of that is that a positive interaction can be created, right? You don't, mm -hmm. I don't have to go out and like buy something special for you or buy, you don't have to buy me flowers. Mm -hmm. You can create a positive interaction by simply saying something that you see and value in me and saying it out loud. Right. And we, it's like stupid how much we forget this stuff, especially the longer we're married. Like the, I take you for granted vibes are just beyond anything. They can get out of control really quickly right. if we're not intentional. Yeah. Right, exactly. Enter pigs, right? Prayer, intention, goals, gratitude. Pigs. <laughs> pigs. pigs. What I also we was... We need to make like an 80s, 
Like the balls. Oh boy. What I was thinking of when on a t-shirt neon keep on when you saw me working, what was also implied is like, Oh, my husband gives a damn. You know what I'm saying? You give a damn ain't broken. My give a damn ain't broken. If it is, then you're in trouble. You're, then your five to one ratio is really out, right? You got to fix your give a damn. Right. Uh, but the point of that is you saw me invested in something mm-hmm. that would benefit you, our family, our business, what mm-hmm. we're doing. Mm-hmm. And that is really big. Right. And so, okay, I'll tell you something. I, I just appreciate it when you when you dance. I've always admired the the way that you move kind of just oh, dancing wow. oh, or whatever okay. like that okay <laughs> if you're watching on youtube which go subscribe to the youtube channel you'll see me dance <laughs> which is not a thing uh, uh, but it's, it's sharing things like that right right so uh, it's you can fill in the blank hey mm-hmm. wife i love it when you da, da, da. and don't guys just don't make it about sex like Thank i love it when you come that. in the bedroom and jump on me and put down that bacon <laughs> Slam down the Baconator. <laughs> <laughs> All I thought of when okay. you did that was like cheese, like shooting oh, on the... Oh, that's okay, so okay. gross. Too much of a visual there. Uh, <laughs> but I don't care. Velveeta. Uh, guys, don't make it about sex. Of course, I like it when that happens, right. obviously, and most guys probably would. But don't just make it about that. Hey, I like it when you kiss my neck. I like it when you do anything physical to me. Right. Oh, it's always physical. It's always physical. No, share something that your wife cares about, that right. you actually like, that you, if if you take a minute and reflect and not take those things for granted, if you take a minute and say, oh, if that wasn't in our marriage, in our life, I would be sad. I would be missing something. Right. And that can be from the, the type of perfume that you wear or the way that you look when you're wearing your Pilates pants or something That's right. like that. You know? Or, I'm on fire for or, or the way that when we wake up in the morning, we say, hey, how'd you sleep? And we mm-hmm. just kind of touch each other on the shoulder. That is what I'm talking about. So right. do not just make it sexual or physical husbands because you're, we're much more emotional than that. Let your wife know that. Right. And I think it's also important to make it not just be for the husband's side about what your wife does for you. Because mm-hmm. that's another area where I've seen it's It's almost like men shy. So they shy away from like the beingness. Like, right. Like be the ability to say to your wife, like, I love how caring you are or how you sing or whatever. Mm-hmm. They tend to make it about, I love how you did this thing for me. It would be like if I was thanking my DeWalt power drill <laughs> for, thanks for drilling those holes. Thanks. You know, that's awesome. Or, so that's just what it does for me. Yes. Right. Yes. Or I could say, hey, DeWalt power drill. So awesome, bro. You allow me to I build like a it. table. I like it how you show up and you allow me to build this table that is cool and I can be proud of it and then our whole family sits right. and eats at it. Because you're so strong, DeWalt. Thanks, DeWalt. I like Ryobi you. better. I'll be honest. I don't. I'm a DeWalt dude. I like Ryobi. Right. Uh, anyway, what were we saying? What else were we saying? And then for the women, oh, yeah. I want you to speak to this. Hey, husband, I like it when you dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you could give some tips? Because one thing, this may be a really difficult conversation for some couples if they are used to communicating in uh, an abrasive way, sarcastic way, right. or critical way, and they don't have that five-to-one ratio, saying something like this may be really difficult. So mm-hmm. speak some life into the wives here. Yeah. And give them some tips. I think it's it's thinking of... So I was just telling a client this yesterday that um, imagine like in three years from now, you're in weird relationship trouble and you look back mm-hmm. at the last three years and you say, man, if I'd have just done... 
dot, 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 it would be okay right now. Okay. So like, I know that sounds like a weird practice, but like what little tiny change could you do? What positive thing could you say? What positive interaction could you create on purpose and share with your spouse that would actually change the trajectory of your entire marriage? And Mm -hmm. it's sort of like thinking that way. And it's all really small stuff. We were talking about that just yesterday or no, this morning you were in the cold dip. And we were, you were like, it's what you do every single day. So this mm-hmm. is like just me and Seth talking while he sat in an ice bath <laughs> and I stood outside. Right. And he was like, it's what you do every single day that matters. What you, I mean, nothing else matters than the things you do every single day and their cumulative effect, mm-hmm. right? So think of it just like that. It's like putting into that bank account the positive interactions and just say the tiny, even if it's like a flash of an instant of a millisecond instant of a thing that you think about your husband, it could be you look really handsome in that, plaid jacket. I was always going to be plaid. Or if you are using the chainsaw, that is very sexy. Mm-hmm. I like it when you use a chainsaw. Or I Even- liked that Indiana Jones hat you put on and the whip. <laughs> See, that you- that's all physical. Well, that that's okay because you can you can talk to me all day about how you think I'm attractive about or Indiana strong Jones. or whatever. No, <laughs> but it's also the things we do every day. You could say, hey, Seth, I really appreciate it and I would miss it if you didn't mm-hmm. say good morning to me right. every morning. Hey, yeah. hey, good morning. You said a really good thing there because I often do this. When I feel like pouty and I don't want to do the things that I'm supposed to do, like be mm-hmm. a good mom or be a good wife, mm-hmm. I always think, and let me just, I don't know if normal people are like this. Nope, I think you. about weird. <laughs> I think about death every single day, like mm-hmm. every single day. I Momente, think about, Momento mori. Right. And I always am like, am I going to find out that someone I love died today? I think about it constantly. And so I, I will flip it around and think, what will I miss mm-hmm. when this person is actually gone? There'll be a time when you're gone or I'm gone or whatever. Mm. And so I will turn that and use that as momentum and, and helpful insight into like, you know what? I would desperately miss if like your clothes weren't on the bed. Mm-hmm. If one day you're gone and I have no more of Seth's clothes to put away, mm-hmm. like like your grandma, remember when your, her husband passed right. away and she just like, I made her a quilt out of his old shirts mm-hmm. and she cried and cried. How many times have I fo- like ironed these shirts and mm-hmm. all that stuff? So I will use that as like little tiny ways to reframe annoyances and turn them into things that are positive right. and then share it with you. Like I'm thankful that you, you know, cut the grass or whatever the thing is. Whatever it's kind of it like when you, we've all had a dead battery on a car or something didn't work on a car. You get all ready. You're fixing to go out to your commute or to the store or whatever, and you get in the car, it doesn't start. You don't think about it until you don't have it, right? right? So sometimes the that old saying, the old adage, you don't know what you got. Seem to go, we don't know what we've got till it's gone. Well, yeah, so Tony Mitchell, you don't know what you got until it's gone, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So if we can get into the mindset, in the mind frame, the attitude of, okay, wait a minute, hmm. Right here, I would be very sad if I didn't have this. Mm-hmm. And that can be anything yeah. from the coffee stains from you making your coffee in the morning on the thing. You're the one who has coffee stains, right? not me. Right, because you think, oh, Seth, that's just a tiny thing. No, that right. means that you were there and you made a coffee yeah. that morning. I think that every and time... And were sitting at the kitchen table yeah. in the morning. I think that because our your coffee maker is like broken so mm-hmm. stuff is always like sort of strewn about and it's always like that every morning and coffee stuff everywhere is, stuff is dirty like every mm-hmm. morning and i remember i used to be like oh i can't Seth clean his own crap and why blah blah mm-hmm. and then i started thinking that exact thought like that coffee on the counter that 
spill on the whatever, mm -hmm. the grounds that are going down the cabinet wall, mm -hmm. if those weren't there because he was gone, how devastating would that be? Right. And so it's a reframe that helps me go, I will gladly wipe this up and not complain. So, and you know be what people got to do? Hmm. You know what people got to do? What do they got to do? Seriously, they got to chill the F out. Okay. I'm serious. Ugh. Right? <laughs> and so we're not, Melanie's not saying, okay, carte blanche to leave your crap everywhere and coffee and all that. Sure, that can still be annoying. And you can say, hey, right. cl clean your stuff up, bro, mm -hmm. dude. Right? And then if I'm just a weirdo and neglectful of that, then she reserves the right to be annoyed like i don't know why he does this mm -hmm. it gets on my nerves but of course we're not going to let that ruin everything we're, we're talking about people who are in you know halfway stable relationships mm -hmm. decent say hey all those things that you guys argue about clean up the coffee pick up your socks right. blah, blah, chill the f out because would you rather be divorced from that person mm -hmm. than look at a sock on right. the floor doesn't mean you have to pick it up mm -hmm. right or would you rather just chill out and say, I mean, you could go really silly. Hey, that sock on the floor means my wife has feet, means which she wasn't in a car crash and didn't get her foot amputated and mm -hmm. she's here and can right. run a race and run around and go hiking with me. Of course, that's extreme. But, but I just want to, I mean, well, it, it's, a, it's a crazy scenario, right. right? But if we actually can zoom out 30,000 feet and look at the stuff around us, it's like, Wow. Mm -hmm. that's really important. And, and what I saw a quote, this was a long time ago, and it's really sad for us, for us of us, us of us, those of us that have kids, there is a day that you will pick up your kid for the last time. Right. Oh, that kills me. Right. right. Not because they've passed on or gone or anything. Right. They're grown up, but they're just growing up. And if you, if you really think about it and this, this gets so like sad that, you know, I, there was a time when I had the last conversation with one of my best friends from high school. Mm -hmm. oh, that was the last one. Okay. Right. Right. Because <laughs> right? I moved to Seattle or whatnot. So if you think about it and slow down and take it and look at it into perspective, you'll see, wow, I've been making an ass ton of big deal about that mm -hmm. for what reason? Right. For to put, to, to make a negative withdrawal in that bank account. Mm -hmm. And now we're not having sex. We're not talking. We're just roommates. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me turn that around and stop being an idiot and go, okay, there's stuff to work on here. Right. Let me be thankful. Yeah. Let me show gratitude for myself and then for my spouse. Mm -hmm. And I think, too, right along with that idea, you can take those things, something as simple as your partner leaving their socks on the floor. And if they do it all the time, you can say, hey, I would really appreciate it if you picked up your socks more. Thanks. And then when they do pick up their socks, you say, I love it when you pick up your socks. Thank mm -hmm. you. Right. Like you can take all of those things and sort of reframe them into positive growth in the direction that both of you want. Mm -hmm. This is not like one partner has to just be thankful all the time while the other one's a total D bag. Like that's not what we're talking about, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but I do. I think it's very important that the little things really are the big things in the long run. They are mm -hmm. big. Like think about it like this. If your husband is a total jerk to you for six months and then on your anniversary buys you like the biggest bouquet of roses and a gold necklace like do you give two craps no not at all like the gesture is huge but it's the day-to-day -day actions that don't add up and you don't care right now if he got you he or she got you a huge present on your anniversary or something like that and said you know what i have realized the last six months or the last six years or the last 15 years 
I've been an idiot. I've taken this for granted. I'm so sorry. I want things to change. And that starts with me. Here you go. Offering right. of, you know, penance or whatnot. <clears throat> and then they continue that behavior on the upwards trajectory. Then you must respond to that. You can't just be, you know, a bee and be weird and obstinate and resentful and mm-hmm. bitter forever right. because that's, that's heaping coals on you. Right. right. So, uh, do you got any more thoughts of that? I'm going to wrap it up here with the three the three takeaways. No, I I think that it's just important to understand that the more... So we often think that our partner can read our minds. Mm-hmm. We think that other people have some sort of window into what we're thinking or that they would know magically like, well, I took my shoes off. That obviously means I care about them. Mm-hmm. What are you talking... How would, how would anybody connect these things, right? And we do this all the time. We see it all the time in coaching. People think one behavior... Isn't is like a, a free pass that their partner must know this about them, and you're mm-hmm. like, no, just say the thing out loud. What do you right? mean? Give me like, an example. Here's a perfect example. We see it all the time. The wife will say, "It feels like my husband doesn't care about me because he doesn't say nice things." Mm-hmm. I mean, you did this to me, and mm. then the husband will say, "I don't care about you. I pay for everything." Right. Which what yeah. does that have to do right. with you caring about me? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's this weird. Like there's a huge gap in what is being perceived and understood because there's no communication of right. like the little tiny things that make all of this stuff connect. Mm-hmm. So it's that. So kind of really, thing. you have to have a conversation because I could say, or you know, our coaching clients have said, "What I do pay for everything. I show you that I love you by waking my ass up at four thirty every morning right. to go to a job that I don't like, so right. we can have food and all this stuff." That's what. One, that's, you know, sometimes I guess it's the guy thinking that. Right. So it's really hurtful and offensive when wives say that stuff. Of course. So really what has to happen is a real conversation. Mm-hmm. Hey, I thought. But it's, it's mm-hmm. less of like a real conversation. It's more of like a, a putting into the bank account of like, I love and care about you. I love it when you go to work. Thank you so much for working so hard. Mm-hmm. And then the other way, I love it so much that you stay home with the kids. Thank you so much for staying home with the kids. These kind of statements could transform marriages. Just adding that in, right. which is ridiculous. It's not that hard to do. It's just that people don't it's know to do it. It's ridiculously easy yes. to do. Yes. So sometimes, like that that plane example, if I want to go, so we're flying to South Carolina soon, right? From Seattle to South Carolina is like a five-hour flight. If the pilot is off two clicks of don't the destination. Don't say that. We're watching Lost. Oh. <laughs> and we land somewhere in the South Pacific. He, where will we be? We'll be in New York instead of Charleston, right? right? Considerably different place. Right. So one small thing, so you, you guys leverage this for the positive. You can do this one small thing consistently, and then over time, it's going to get you to where you want to mm-hmm. be in your marriage and improve marriage. More emotional intimacy, right. more physical intimacy, more feeling like this is a real relationship right. and you're not just roommates. Right. It'll right? get you closer to where you want to be and it will be more fulfilling mm-hmm. and more rewarding. Like it, it's just all of these positive cycles and it starts with such a small mm-hmm. thing. So number one, tell your spouse what you like. This can be easy. I like it when you uh, get the coffee maker ready for me in the right. morning. I, I like, like it when you do that. Right. I like it when you touch my shoulder. Don't turn it into, well, one time you said you didn't like this and blah, blah. No, right. don't be an idiot. Right. <laughs> Let's go with what we're, let's, let's use what we got, right? right? Use the tools, use the material that you got in front of you. So right. tell your spouse what you like. Number two, if your spouse is telling you what you like, what do they like. what they say they like. So it's your, it's incumbent upon you. If Melanie says, I like it when you fold laundry. I like it when you touch my shoulder. Yeah. 
I like it when you get the bed ready. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to comment on that because that's it's essentially your spouse is giving you a guidebook. Mm-hmm. Here are the things that matter to me. Here are the things that I value. You don't have to guess. <laughs> I don't know what my wife likes. Mm-hmm. If she's communicating to you, man, I love it when you fold laundry. Then you go, wait a minute. I got to write this in my... Hello. My little thing. It's like of my a Christmas wife. list. Right. You kind of, you, you put that in the back right. of your mind. You know, you drop a hint in October or September. I'm like, oh, okay. Let's yeah, put that in the little bank for December 25th. <laughs> Do what they say they like. Understand? That's number two. Number three, visualize yourself giving and receiving these things to live out your version of what a, sh- what a ha- happy, healthy marriage is. Mm-hmm. So this goes a really long way. Uh, how Elrod, which we had on, go check that episode out talks about the power of visualization. Okay, in the morning when I'm sipping my coffee all alone, I visualize me telling what I like, uh, me, me telling Melanie what I like, and then I visualize her uh, telling me what she likes, and then I triple visualize doing those things for her. Right. See yourself doing these things because when they actually come around to it, it's like you've done it a second time right. and the first round was practice. And Visualization. That's really important if you were raised in a home where communicating thoughts and feelings and emotions is limited or non-existent. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I have a wonderful family, but they just don't say these kinds of things. So I had to literally imagine myself being kind and loving to Seth. Mm-hmm. I would have to close my eyes and sit there and imagine myself walking to the front door. He comes out of his car. He opens the door. I mean, I felt like such a ding dong doing mm-hmm. that practice, but it helped me tremendously because otherwise my body would just freeze. I'd see that he was home. I'd stand there like a weirdo and not know what to say. I wouldn't know how to say hello to him. And I'm not kidding. Like this mm-hmm. is not that long ago that I was behaving this way. And I have had to train myself by visualization to change. Why are you smirking? Because you had to unlearn the weird social awkwardness of your family. My family is powerful. <laughs> it's like Jin and Jin's family. No, son's family. Powerful. Lost. They're so powerful. They'd be more powerful to talk more. <laughs> anyway, let's go for the next thing here. <laughs> anyway, I think I love this topic. I mm-hmm. think it, it is such a simple way to improve your marriage. It doesn't take hardly any time. It just takes awareness and bravery. Mm-hmm. And if you need to visualize it, visualize it. Again, if your spouse is saying, hey, I love it when you X, Y, Z, take a mental note. Why is the thing buzzing? Take a mental mm-hmm. note and say, oh, that's a thing I can do to help them feel more loved, right? So it's a very life-giving process, right? but only if we look at it in that with that sort of fr- mind frame of mm-hmm. mind. That's if right. we think that some for some reason it's poopy, we're going to get poopy results, so don't be poopy. Okay, guys, do this. Number one, tell your spouse what they what you like. Number two, do what they, do what they say they like. Number three, visualize yourself giving and receiving all this stuff that they like, right? If you like this, email me right now coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. We'll talk about this more. Set up a call with us. And uh, coaching works, okay? We kick your ass and you learn a lot, right? (laughs) Couples have done it. They are in a way different place after 90 days than they were before. They're not getting divorced. They're talking more. They're having more sex. So you guys, coaching at anatomymarriage.com. Email me there and I'll get straight back to you. So anything else? No, we love you guys. Thank you for being amazing. Oh, one last thing. Rate and review our podcast on iTunes because you know all the reasons. That's all I need to say. That's the call to action Please there. go and do that for us. If you like this show, go rate it and review it. <laughs> all right. All right, all right guys. Five. Later. <laughs>